Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm Charles Commons. I am smiling from ear to ear. And I'm with my very, very good friends, Danny Brothers and Chesie, Jeffy Coleman. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. It's it was magic. Is that yeah. where you go with that? Sure. <laughs> Never believe it. No. Right, stop. Stop. We'll have to pay um, some royalties. Stop. What a Barry Davis weekend, Charles. Oh, one nil. One nil. Oh, sorted. love it. Love it. Say it. <laughs> see it. It sorted. One nil's all round. Love it. Oh, I do love a one nil win. Of course, we are referring to the Cobblers' men's first team winning one nil at Sixfields. Uh, against Crawley and the Cobblers women, Northampton Town FC women, winning 1-0 one nil, one nil. at Sixfields against Sporting Calcer. Um, we will, of course, come to that game on Sunday for the women a little bit later in the pod. But as always, we're going to start off with some three-word reviews about Northampton Town 1, Crawley Town nil. Um mm. Here we go. Are you are you guys ready for this? No. Yes. No. No. Jeff, yes. He's not ready. I'm loving this. Uh, should we announce at the start, just in case anyone goes off? There's going to be some important admin news later on. Indeed, important admin news coming up later on. In yeah, I, so I would say part three of the pod. Um, so stay with us right until then. Uh, we've got loads to talk about. As I said, obviously, cobblers. Both games need talking about. Um, there's admin and there's also Danny's game. There's a game. There's a game. There's a game. End of the pod game. It's going to be fun. But let's get straight into these three-word reviews, shall we? All about Cobblers 1, Crawley nil. Uh, Matt, don't stop believing, and I dare you not to try and sing that now I've said it. Tom, what a hit. Matthew, back on track. Neil, wasteful. I love this, by the way. Wasteful, aggro, screamer. Three words, sum up the whole game. Love it. Rich, my throat's sore. Oh. <laughs> you, hang on, it's not gone to dar. Hey. It's not gone to dar. D-A-R is in process. We'll come back to it, don't worry. Uh, John T, pray for rolls. I love that. <laughs> Dan, officials take it in. Chris, another fun afternoon. 
uh, Dale, typical, fell asleep. Uh, to caveat, that's Dale who lives in Australia, so it would have been about 4am when he was watching the game. Uh, Rodney, justice was done. Ian, actually enjoyed that. Good for you, Ian. Go on, Ian. Go on, Ian. Uh, Gavin, much better performance. Uh, Dale, a different Dale, not one in Australia, this one, uh, uh, one in the UK. I love this because it was said, he, he he caveated with this with, this is what I said as the ball was dropping. No, not Sowerby. Love it. I think that's great. Uh, Shady Cobbler says, still in it. Paul rolls massively cheating. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Phil, unjustified red. Thunder bastard. Mark, filthy Jack Sarby. I love that. He, he should have a bath, Mark, shouldn't he? Uh, Buchero, pick that out. Brian, big one nil. Brick Cobbler, positive, slow. Thunder bastard. Again, another one. Brilliant. Love it. Uh, Add Colt 86, a build on this. Graham, piss poor ref. John, so many chances. Jojo, I like this one as well. I think you'll enjoy it. Karma's a sour bee. Yeah, again, like again, DIR. Oh, get out. Thomas, one goal thriller. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph asks, a turning point? Uh, I like that. Stewie B. Well, actually, we'll come back to Stewie B in a second. Lee, final score correct. Bloody madness of not two up front. Martin, too many missed. And Gary, wheels back on. Get them on. Get them on. Um, I'll go back to Stewie's now. Stewie B, probably the only negative one that we really had, papering over cracks. Yeah, I disagree with that. There's always one, isn't there, Jeffy? There you go. I've got one for uh, Crawley. Would you like to hear it? Oh, go on. <laughs> got a fair few for Crawley. I've yeah, got you, but I'll go fair. for, this is my three-word review, classless, graceless, clueless. I wondered where that last C was going there for a second. Oh, I, I was that. like, bloody hell, someone's filling a gap. I love one. Um, Danny, Danny, you've already got one. You sent us one in on Twitter. Would you yeah. would you care to tell the public what it was? Uh, tickle me, Aaron. Love it, love it. Yeah, like, like tickle I, me, Elmo. But yeah, I got it. You got it. Got it's it. Fine. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't a, a discussion. That wasn't a question for him or a request. <laughs> that was a <laughs> just title. Tickle it. me, Aaron. Not a, and you know it. D A R this week. Um, there's a few. I mean, we'll we'll go with the one that's just going to get dismissed straight away from Graham. Yeah. Unbelievable strike. It's only two no, words. That's, that doesn't that, that doesn't even need to go to D A R, Charles. And I'm disappointed that it's got this far. Oh, I'm you sorry. should be eking these ones out there before it even easy, gets to D A R. That's an, ridiculous. There was a very easy thing that you could have added, which was an. Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. So this you know, it. this this was needless. <laughs> Come on, or unbelievable, sh- or unbelievable strike! Gosh, <laughs> yeah. or bloody unbelievable strike! Oh, oh look at that, um, James. This right, this one, this one is um, probably the easiest one uh, in terms. Of it could go either way. This one, James said, "Bit boring." Lol. Now, are we classing Ooh. "lol" as one word? Well, no, laugh out loud. That's that. No, no, I can't be having but that. Is "lol" in the dictionary? Oh, Danny's going Let's for it. Danny's going, uh, let's, let's head over to Dictionary is... Corner with Susie Dent. <laughs> is LOL a word in the dictionary? Da, 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 da. Is it it's an acronym, isn't it not? Eti- it's an etymon. English laugh. Yeah. English laugh now. Not allowed in Scrabble. Good. That'll do. If it's not allowed in Scrabble, it's not allowed in the three-word review. Done. Sorted. 
<laughs> See it, say it sorted. Uh, Rita, okay. number 29. This is that's the bit that's the controversy bit because she she put you know number not a hashtag. Because oh, she actually put the number twenty nine. So right, she yeah, put no. Yeah. Well, no, she wrote N O. Oh, she wrote yeah twenty nine. All as one yeah. word deserves Oscar. No. Now so, I wondered whether what she was trying to say was it's the it's the twenty nine is what she was. So the actual no, still, three word root twenty nine deserves Oscar. Oh, that's still two words. Twenty nine, isn't it? Oh, oh, you could add a oh, hyphen to it though, Danny. Oh, no, but it's still two words, and then is, two words but after it's it. Not, and it kind of might Rita, be. Maybe. Sorry, Rita, banned. <laughs> um, and Robert on the Slack Patreon. <laughs> Father Robert Sammons. <laughs> I mean, Robert's going to redeem himself later on. But oh, right, okay, fine. Come on, Robert. Uh, <laughs> I, I've got to take the biggest of deepest breaths here. And hope that I don't actually cock this one up. But Super Strike by Sauber and Crawley were atrocious. Um, diddly dumb. Um, diddly, um, diddly, um, diddly. I mean, I admire it. I've got to say. You admire it. Can't be having that, can we? Yeah, we can't be having that. Right. Got got some precedence to set, Robert. Come on. (laughs) Thank you very much for sending in your three-word reviews. Every game, post-match, on Twitter, we are at Cobblers to Me. Reply to the tweet asking for your three-word reviews with your three-word review. And we'll read the best ones out, and some of the worst, it would seem, on the pod, (laughs) uh, just like we have just there. Uh, Okay, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with a screamer, or do you want to start with a screaming toddler? Which would you like to begin with? (laughs) Screaming toddler, I think. Screaming toddler. I think I feel like screaming toddler set the set the tone for the rest of the game, I, and it almost inspired yeah. us to greater things, didn't it? It certainly did. Um, let, let's let's just go back two minutes before the red card. Um, the ball goes out for a throw in. Everybody, yes. everybody looks at that and goes, "Cobbler's ball." Fairly obvious that it's a cobbler's ball, in, in or it was at the time, in my opinion. Um, Gordon, Crawley Town's number two, gets hold of the ball and just just seems to just hold on to it and hold it tight. They've been time-wasting all game. Sam Hoskins, I'm not having any of that, he said. And he went over to, to Gordon and uh, he, he, he did a bit of tugging of the ball. Now. <laughs> tugging commenced. <laughs> On the ball, tugging turned into a bit more of hugging. Sam Hoskins didn't like a hug. He wasn't in the mood for it. He said, he said, he said, get off me ball and stop hugging me. And he pushed hard and twirled a little bit. And poor Gordon went hurtling towards the advertising hoardings. Yellow card for both, said the referee. This is turning into poetry. This is. It is. Yellow card for both, said the referee. I breathe a huge sigh of relief because I was certain that that was Hoskins going for an early bath. Mm. But no. Yellow card for each, says the ref. Oh, okay, no problem. Throwing given to Blinking Crawley. Don't know how that happens, but there you go. Just as throwing about to be taken, thrown, the ball is not re-entering the pitch because instead... A Crawley Town player, fortunately called Rolls, <laughs> decides to fall to the ground dramatically. 
nothing's really ha- happened. Everybody's looking at this and going, what's he doing on the floor? Aaron McGowan, who was stood behind him, thinks, what on earth's going on here? Rolls seems to become a fish out of water and does like a dead salmon dance lying on the floor. <laughs> he holds his head. He holds his knee. He holds his bottom. He writhes in pain. <laughs> Crawley Town players are not happy. They're number 10, particularly unhappy. Arguments ensue. John Brady, Darren Byfield have a little bit of a skirmish in the technical area. Man in bobble hat, very unhappy, <laughs> gets ejected from Sixfield Stadium at the West End. As does Aaron McGowan, for reasons still unknown. But Crawley Town seemed to think he elbowed Rolls in the face. Not sure how, he was stood behind him. There you go. There's the tale of those wow, few minutes. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, that is poetry in motion. I mean, I it, basically, I had to say Jack and Ori, it like that. that is. I had to say it like that. Otherwise, I would have been very, very angry by the end of it. So, <laughs> yeah, so let's had. let's put some some slightly more um, anger in it. No, not anger, <laughs> but let's let's put some more frank discussions in here. It, when you become a footballer and you play at a good level then that's really, really good and something you should be incredibly proud of. Um, when you suddenly mm. realise that you're not very good at playing football and decide to cheat instead, that's yes. a whole different type of game. Um, there was absolutely no reason for that player to roll around an Oscar-worthy um, to gain an advantage. And what happens really is the only thing that actually happens is he's failing himself because there's a load of kids sat in a football stadium watching that He's a role model to children and he's rolling around on the floor um, needlessly, absolutely needlessly, in order to get somebody sent off. And the reason he's trying to get somebody sent off is because he is simply not good enough to match them. So he's he, instead of rising to the challenge and actually playing well against somebody, he's just decided to just go as far as cheating. So if he wants to cheat, that's absolutely fine. But that just kind of sums up how graceless and how absolutely arrogant Crawley Town were in their approach towards the game. Now, we can shout about referees and fourth officials and linesmen all day long. Fact of the matter is, they're rubbish across League Two, across League One, arguably further up the leagues as well. That is never going to change. But we have to, as a set of football fans and the football community, we need to drive things like that out of the game because teams How like teams that? like Crawley Town do not deserve a place in the Football League if they are going to behave in that manner because it's cheating and that's what it is. And now if that card is not overturned, one, then that's just ridiculous. Two, it just shows that there's a, a no spine whatsoever in terms of the FA with dealing with things like this. If it's overturned and the Crawley player does not get a ban, it also shows the same. They were classless in defeat and I was incredibly glad that we beat them purely for the fact that they were cheating. Well said, Jeffrey. Yes. I will say. Well Excellent. said. Um, I mean, couple, and by couple the way, hang on. Points. Sorry. I'm just going to go oh. even further. The fact that their manager had the audacity <laughs> to come out and say that they were hard done by by the officials. Come on now. Well, I, right. 
I very, very, very quickly because I don't want to concentrate on them at all. No, whatsoever. we're not going to, but I just needed to get that out of my system. Yeah, that's that's fine, but very, very quickly. Um, I actually thought in the first half, the referee had a good game. The referee, okay? I thought he had a good game. Um, the one thing that I would have liked to have seen him do a bit more of was um, stop Crawley's goalkeeper a die taking an absolute age. I mean, over to be fair, he didn't do much for the goal, the ball. so to be fair, I don't I, really mind. I mean, he did book him, you know, in, in injury time of the first half, incredibly, for time-wasting, <laughs> um, which was brilliant. But um, the linesman who was on the West Stand side of the pitch should never be involved in a professional football match ever again because he flagged offside at a goal kick. <laughs> now, the referee basically went, it's a goal kick, mate, and played on because you can't be offside from a goal kick. So the red linesman put his flag down. But both sets of managers. I mean, John Brady sort of went, what? Scott Lindsay in the Crawley area went mad at the fourth official over that, basically saying, where's he come from? Have you picked him out of the stand or something? This is ridiculous. That linesman missed about five or six offsides for both sides in both halves. Um, that just, you know, he didn't notice, but everybody else could see clear as day. Um, it was it was shocking, and it was him that told the referee that Aaron McGowan had done something. We still don't really know what it is that the linesman said AJ has done because they well, don't know, Charles. They don't know because they because I will say they don't know. He made it up. Yeah. I will say that he made it up. And do you I know why say- they make it up? It's because of the reaction of the Crawley player. Well, it's, yeah, it's fallen for it. Yeah, like, hook, line, and sinker. It's absolutely fallen for the shithousery of that player. And no, no it's let's not, not, sh- not. It's not that. It's not well, that. Yeah, it's it not that word. Well, it's cheating. plain yeah. cheating. cheating. Because it's Charlie cheating. Yeah, Dude yeah. would throw himself to the floor slightly theatrically, but he would not plain cheat purely no, to get someone was... sent off. No, what, I don't, what, yeah, he wouldn't go that far, would he? No. But I mean, he would get a free kick, which you could yeah. still argue is cheating because he, you know, slightest touch, he would go down and get the, you know, the referee would buy it and would give the free kick. That's, you know, this just has happened to had, have had a much bigger consequence than just a free kick. And, and he knew like, exactly what he was like, doing. But the thing is, right, we could be sat here having, if Jack Salby don't turn into Pele for a second, <laughs> then. We could be sat in nil-nil, moaning about it, be on like three points away from third place. It's all gone down. It, like, it's more than that. We could be completely bemoaning the fact that our season's going down the pan again. It it costs it costs much. Like it could have had a massive impact and a huge mm-hmm. cost on us. The fact that we've won it, I think, papers over the fact that it could have been such so much worse. But because that is is literally one of the most if not the most ridiculous red card I've ever seen at Sixfields. It, it's, yeah. that, it's that yeah. bad. How, and how blatant it is. And how in this day and age you can kind of look and think, oh, there's, you know, this, you've got to know there's a camera there. You've got to mm-hmm. know that there's, even if it's one camera, you've still got to know that it's watching and, and you can see, you know, you haven't got all the angles and stuff. But how you can just throw yourself on the floor like, like that, it's... It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Mate. It's absolutely ridiculous. And yeah. it, it just makes you you think and I've been looking at this for the last few weeks, thinking, oh, you know, you asked yourself the question, who do you want to go down? Who do you want to go down? You got poor old Rochdale down there, proper football club, you know, you don't want them to go down. You you got years of history in, in there. They've given themselves a little bit of life on the weekend, you hope them they get out of it. You've got 
Gillingham up there that you're not going to go down. So you start thinking, oh, who, who would you prefer to go down? And I've been going backwards and forwards on it. But now I just think, like, Crawley, piss off. Get yeah. get down. They don't deserve to be up here because they've, they've it's it's a level above shithousing. And it's it's from the staff, it's from the fans. Well, maybe not from the fans because there's only two of them. But it's from, from the sidelines, everything. It just makes you think so ill of that club if if it wasn't funny enough already that mm-hmm. wag me come in and say we're going to take Crawley to the Premier League well, no, well more than Premier it. League mate Southern Premier League maybe can I can I just give <laughs> a, a word for the fans here for the Crawley fans. Crawley fans um yeah. on <laughs> because throughout the game I so I thought the atmosphere actually wasn't too bad um from where I was sat I could hear the west and south singing pretty much throughout the game and i also could hear i could also hear the crawley fans singing as well um (laughs) but i I could you know from from opposite which was good because there were maybe a couple of hundred there was 158 okay so there's less are you sure that 75 of them weren't nfts just put there Love that. They were like, uh, is this like uh, the cardboard cutouts that we had during <laughs> lockdown? They, they were put there just to make it look fuller. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I could, so I could hear them singing at times and it was good. Um, it, there was a back and forth between, you know, that they're part of the East stand and, and, and our bit of the West stand opposite them. As soon as we score, out came the anti-Wagby flags. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Out came the banners. <laughs> Do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Man United when they don't win. Glazers out. Glazers <laughs> out. Oh, we've won a trophy. Nobody say anything about the Glazers. They're brilliant. That's what it reminded me of. And I thought to myself, no, if you actually want this lot out of your club, you need to protest from the very beginning of the match, regardless of what the score is and how well or not you're playing. You just need to have those banners on show and just be constantly going for it. I just thought to myself... You've basically st- stood there, most of them, watching a game that you're drawing nil-nil somehow because we should have been about 5 nil up at half-time. And you're quiet as a mouse in regards to your ownership until you concede. And at that point, that's the point you deem it. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Danny. Get out. Get Just um, get go. Out. But, uh, Charles, can I point something out? Yes. Oh, I can't bother to talk about them anymore, so can we move on? Of course we can. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how bloody amazing Jack Sarby is, shall we? (laughs) We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. We've had a lovely little break there. Uh, we enjoyed it. Danny scratched his beard. And uh, Chessy unsteamed her glasses, demissed them. 
I don't know. You know he didn't demiss, Charles. Oh, who? Jack Salby. Oh, no. He didn't miss, did he? He didn't miss at all. Wowzers. I don't think I've ever seen Jack Salby have a shot. Well, he has scored once Successfully, before. anyway, bless he? him. <laughs> <laughs> don't scored? be harsh. Just yeah, but you can screen. say it because he's just produced something <laughs> incredible. Oh, dear. I, I, Absolute I, I, madness. I'm tempted to go on another narrative, Jack and Ori here for it, but I won't. <laughs> oh, no, no, I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I will just simply say one word, very loudly, all caps, Thunder Bastard. <laughs> Yes. Was wasn't it amazing? I from from what I've seen of the footage of it is that it, there's real beautiful moments in football, and I think they're quite underrated. And one of those moments is when the ball is falling and everyone goes shoot, and then the player puts his foot straight through it, and it's that it's that oh my god reaction before mm-hmm. it's because you know as soon as it hits his foot where it's going, and it's the crowd. And that's what does it, I think, for me. It's, it's. I mean, the shot's incredible, but it's the fact that everybody's screaming and then he just puts his foot through it. Loved it. You know what summed it up best for me, like my reaction? It was Apparay's reaction. Yeah. reaction. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh it's like, oh, <laughs> what have you done? Oh. And Pinnock fell over as well. Did you see that? <laughs> Pinnock fell over. Pinnock oh, was so Sammy excited. Know what he was looked going like on. Mr. Tickle. He was like, Whoa. <laughs> I can't help but think that that Pins kind of did that, to be honest, on on, on purpose, because it's the kind of thing that he'd do. (laughs) Throw himself. Yeah, do you remember the cartwheel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that kind of moment that you think, can it change? Can can this define the rest of the season now? Is this the thing that's going to change that the red card that's thunder bastard is that going to be enough because it lifts it lifted everyone yeah. it really did like that it goal really that, like John Brady said I haven't heard us react to a goal like that at Sixfields for a long time and it's because of what happened a few minutes before with the red card that it's Van Veen was just all over again and, isn't it yeah well yeah. I don't know I think it's even it's different different kind of thing yeah. I think because I think Van Veen is in a bit of a... That was more laughter, comedy, yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And but this was raw emotion and passion. the type of, of goal justice. it was as well. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the sound of justice being delivered. Yeah, because what it does as well, it means that when we're defending that 1-0 lead, everyone's more up for us defending it. Whereas yeah. before, if we got 11 v 11, we're nervous, but we're nervous like, oh shit, like, we can see it here, it's going to be an absolute nightmare and we're all going to go mm-hmm. home unhappy. But actually, we're the fans are more up for us defending and more getting behind us defending it. And and actually, we said this about John Brady when he said um, when he turned around to the crowd the other week and, and said, come on, let's be happy. We thought that could be a turning point. Actually, we just it need this to now point, be... It was a turning point, just not in the right it, direction. It was a little bit, not in the right <laughs> direction, yeah. But we just, we'd need this to be, you know, because we've got what, what we got now, 12 games well, left. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is the point where we start, right, stop talking about the manager now, stop talking about everything else. Focus now, let's go for it. I think so we can still we can still galvanise it because Stephen is you on a bit of a wobble. They certainly are. Um, Steve Evans is wobbling. <laughs> Nothing new there. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm um, not going to talk on that. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um no, I, you're right, because the whole mood of the crowd changed when the red card was given to AJ. It turned into what Ian, Holly, Ian Holloway will remember. It was yeah. vicious, you know... Animals. Animals, and <laughs> yes. just... There was intense passion and willingness of, uh, you know, willing the team forward 
willing them to go and get the goal. I mean, it was it was strange for me because I actually think I, I thought to myself, Crawley, I, just very quickly, last sentence that I say, and I will move it straight into to us again. But Crawley, the worst side that I've seen all season, they were dreadful. We should have been, you know, at least three nil up at half time. Pinnock missed the sitter in the first second. It felt I was like say, we should have been two goals up by five minutes. Yeah, and then and then was it Apare that had the shot next? Oh, that, yeah, he should have scored that. He should have scored that, yeah. and then there was Apare also. You know, he stretched in. It was a great. Oh, sorry, that's work. the one I meant. Yes. Yeah, oh, is that the one you mean? There some yeah. there, you know, there, there were chances, multiple chances for us to put it in the back of the net, and for some reason we just didn't. And then there there was the scramble in the second half as well. How yeah. we didn't score from that. Although I do have to say that I love a goal mouth, goal mouth scramble. I do too. I think there's yeah, a, no, I, think, minute, no, I think there's a couple of aspects to it in terms of the, like you're right, both of you, the will to to get that over the line kind of thing. But I think there's two things. One is the justice about the card. But two, if you get a one-one draw after a goal scored like that, that's deserving of a win. But it's that goal alone deserved to win it. Does that make sense? So, yeah, regardless absolutely. of whether you win three nil yeah. or not, or re- but to to not come away with a win after that goal would have been just criminal, absolutely criminal. I, I actually think, and I, I've said this to a few people um, since the game finished. Actually, um, is that if we'd have won that game by you know three, four, five nil, you know, comfortably, and just gone and won it, put all those chances away. I don't think that that we as fans walk away from that game as buzzing and as upbeat and as galvanised as the way that we did win it caused us to be. Because it was that that togetherness again, that that kind of it's everybody is against us mentality. We've got to stick together and we've got to actually all get behind each other to get us over the line this time. Whereas... If we win four or five nil, it's comfortable. I think you, you know, you walk away from the game and you go, "Well, we should have done that yeah. because we had the chances to." So you know, it, it's not a case of that's that's better than the expectations than I had. That's just the standard. We should have done it, and we did. Whereas this is a much more get in kind of result. You know, Danny, you're so right. I've not heard six fields like that celebrate a goal like that and a, and a result you know the full-time whistle going like that for a long time I know I don't go there an awful lot but it's been I'd, I I think I'd say a good few years since it's been like that since we've had that emotion and I was in hospitality and Jack Salby was named man of the match and he came in to you know be presented with his bottle of bubbly by the sponsors and and you know had a chat with with Tom Cliff uh in in the 1897 suite and um when he came in and was introduced the roar that went around the restaurant was just huge it was brilliant <laughs> it was you 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 sometimes get and you think don't you that that most of the people that are in the restaurant the sponsors etc they're not really necessarily fans they're just there on a works do it's a nice thing to do, but they're not really Cobblers fans. Of course, they want to see us win, but it felt like every single person in that room were full-on passionate fans, and it was brilliant. The reception that he got, the reception that John Brady got as well when he came in, it was like 
nothing I've experienced before in there. And I think as well with that kind of thing on days like that, football fans appreciate good quality football, i.e. the goal, but they also appreciate from a neutral point of view, deserving, being mm-hmm. deserving of a win. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was good. Um, I want to ask you, though, on the basis of the fact that we did have all those chances, um, I mean, I think it was Ralph said in the uh, three-word reviews earlier on, I'm not sure if I'm going to, oh, there we go. He asked the question, is this a turning point? Um, we don't know yet. Is the okay? But okay. But um, what we we made a massive mistake in January by not allowing the Leighton Orient game to be a turning point, and it was a turning point in the wrong direction. We've mm. got hindsight that we didn't have in January, so if this is not a turning point, then I'll be gutted because we know now what happens when we don't use something as positive as this in a in a good way and i think if we use this as a turning point and use all of that emotion from january where we to all intents and purposes screwed it up a little bit right we've got to use that emotion we've got to use that energy and we've got to use this energy that's been filtered into six fields this weekend and use it as a turning point that's so important because if you remember, it was slightly later in the season. It was April time, I think, when we went to Orient. Do you remember we came out and, and scored like three in 20 minutes? It was ridiculous. And that was a bit of a turning point because we kind of went on that run before the very end of the season. We need that again. We're 12 games now. This is this is kind of do or die for this season. And two weeks ago, we were thinking the worst, as in we're thinking we're going to fall out of even the playoffs. Now, we're kind of back in another cycle again. We've got to use it and we've got to use it well. This is crucial, crucial stuff now. And also as well, I could not care less whether Stevenage are having a wobble or what's going on with any other team. Just do what we have to do. Yeah, we've got to focus on ourselves, yeah. I think, haven't we, for the next <laughs> We tried that last year. <laughs> well, no, I know, but I, I really do think after the last few weeks, we, we, we need to just think about us. And I think that yeah, means, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that the, the, the players and the coaching staff have always only really been focusing on us uh, in that respect, take it game by game, etc. But as fans, I think maybe let's just, let's stop. No, yeah, let, let's just stop. I'm talking about the three of us more than anybody listening necessarily, but let's stop looking at the league table and going, right, okay, we're, we're a point behind Stevenage. Okay, they've got a game in hand, but they're a point. there's only a point away from them. There's, we're two points away from Carlisle, who are second. Stop that and just go, right, Hartlepool next. Go there, get a result. Then that will be um, 10 points from 12. That's a good bit of form. You know, that's, we're getting there. We're getting back to how we need to be. And that then hopefully is the turning point. You know, the corner will have been turned and we'll then be looking at, right, what's the next fixture? Who have we got? You know, what will that do? You know, a victory in that case. Let's keep going. Let's keep pushing all of us together. And I think that the confidence will lift in the squad now. Um, yes, we, we, you know, we're going to have to wait and see whether McGowan 
you know, first of all, whether we appeal it, I'm sure we I'll, will. I'll, I'll be really, really cross if we don't appeal it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to wait and see. It depends, doesn't it, what, what the linesman and the referee put in their report to say what they actually saw. Because... So nothing. <laughs> you've got video, you've got... You know, video evidence. I think is the key. yeah. I think you what what Jake Sharp was yeah. what Jake Sharp was saying on the radio was that it that you haven't got the other angle from behind that would have been a lot would have made our case a lot stronger. So mm. it's whether they want to just rely on that one camera. I mean, surely that one camera is still enough though, because it was that every man, woman, child, dog, <laughs> fish can see that that's not a red card, right? <laughs> if you look at it back, it's anyway. We've moved on. Um, but I think on your point about looking at the table I can't help myself with that no kind of I know like I when, know. We, when it gets to this stage of season I'm like I can't help myself especially if we win I think if we lose I don't even look at it because mm-hmm. I think oh that's it we're dropping out of the playoffs mm-hmm. but if we win I think or if we get to like 70 minutes I can't help a cheeky look at the other scores and think like what the permutations of, of what's going on um, we and what we need and, what, and all that kind of thing mathematicians at this yeah uh, <laughs> we do and you think you look at whose people's got who teams are playing mm-hmm. and who their games in hand are all that kind of stuff but I think what we probably do need to start stop doing is looking at the league table and thinking we should be winning three or four nil here because it's proven on Saturday we're playing the team 23rd. We've actually come away from it relieved and one of the happiest we've been for a long time by beating on one nil. And you look at it again from the outside thinking you shouldn't be celebrating that much, but until you know the context, you, you do. And we go to Hartlepool next week. People will be looking at it, thinking, "Oh, we should be going there, winning two or three nil." No, we shouldn't. We should be going there and getting three points and coming away again. Mm, like, yeah, we, we need to be looking at every fixture, thinking every game, every win is huge now. Mm-hmm. No matter where they are on the table, people, teams are fighting for their lives, fighting for their futures, probably fighting for their careers at this point in the season. If we come away, if we win every game for the rest of the season, one nil. No matter, <laughs> you know, we go up, we don't think about it, um, and we need to be going to Hartlepool, go and get the win comes off Sam Hoskins' ass and goes in whatever, you know, take it and, and run with it because it's it's the three points that are going to make a massive difference now. You've, you've just reminded me there, Danny, in the, in the hospitality, they do a um, prediction oh, yeah. thing where you have to write down what the score, what your predicted score is, your first goal score and then the attendance, yeah. right? Now, uh, I, I stuck with my preview show prediction of 8-0. Um, I went with a, an attendance of something like 5,124, something like that. It was just random, pick it out of thin air kind of thing. But first goal scorer, do you want to hear who I went for? Jack, Jack Salby. Salby. I did go for Jack Salby. Did you actually? I did. <laughs> However, I, I, I have to say that I, I, I'm not deserving of any kind of plaudits for this because I was very specific. I did not say Jack Sowerby screamer. I just said Jack Sowerby's ass would be the goal scorer. <laughs> you just reminded me of that when you said that. Did it that rule you out? Did uh, that well, lose I, you the competition? I, I, I don't know if it lost me the competition. I think or the eight but... nil probably <laughs> yeah. lost you it, Charles. I think. Yeah, to be fair, I think <laughs> um, leading on from what Danny said, very very important to remember and take into consideration that not every promotion needs to be blowing teams away five six nil or whatever it is like the Wilder side did. It doesn't have to be yeah. like that. Coldwood side didn't do that back in 06. It was very much one nils, two ones, just grind out a result. Even if you go all the way back to that day at Torquay, that season there were no major... I mean, I was very young then, but from what I know, there we kind of just... It, we just eked away at it, didn't we? So it doesn't have to be this... And I mean, it's amazing when you do start blowing teams away left, right and centre. But realistically, that's only going to happen once in every... 60 years, isn't it? 
Yeah, I, I, th- I think you are right. I think there was a lot of hope before the start of the season, wasn't there, that, that it would be our year to just borrow a Warren to Wolves fan expression. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if we just think about ourselves for the next little while, we just look at what we're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm confident now. I feel like we Dangerous are game, Charles. <laughs> we we made chances on Saturday, and that was one of the things. I'm, I'm not I'm not so annoyed in the past or frustrated that we hadn't scored goals. It was more that we just didn't really try to score goals, although we didn't have the chances before. Whereas on Saturday, something we've not even mentioned, by the way, four four two. You know, we suddenly go to four four two. I'm well. We go to four at the back, whatever the actual you know formation it was. But we go to four at the back, probably because we're forced to because mm-hmm. of the injury situation. Oh yeah, definitely. But all of a sudden, we, you know, and I know that it's only Crawley Town and that they're rubbish. But we had loads of chances. We actually it made us. Created... It just made us. It made us more free. Yes. I think to play. And we didn't have that with three five two. It just seems so stodgy. And if you, I've said it all along, like just get rid of the three five two. And ironically, Stevenage are having the same problems at the minute. They've gone to three five two and they're hating it and they're saying it's completely changed everything. Um, but actually, we've been forced into this. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been forced into it at the weekend, and it's made us. I mean, it might be more difficult when we come up against better teams, but this was like showing how good it can be and how fluid it can be and how well it could work. I mean, I thought Epi had a good game when he came on. I thought he terrified them. Probably should have used them a bit more, but I thought he terrified Crawley when he got on the ball and ran at them. To be honest, let's be honest. It's true. When who came on, Danny? Epia. No, no. So Epia from the start not came on. Oh, I was going to say. Sorry. When he ran at them and stuff. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I thought it was a lot better. But I I think... I I think... Sorry. No, I, I, I was just going to say, I, I agree with you. One of the things that um, John Brady actually said um, to us in the restaurant in his chat afterwards was, um, you don't know how, how difficult it is to get Josh Epia on the pitch on a Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Um, because, and, and from what you know, he said, what I took from it was essentially that, you know, fitness for him is a massive issue and getting him ready to be able to play a game is a lot of hard work and dedication, Mm. probably from coaching staff as well as Josh himself. But I thought he did have a fantastic game. He should have scored himself, I think, on at least one occasion. And, you know, I, I would love to see us if we can. We've got a week now, haven't we, until the Hartlepool game. There's a week in between the fixtures. So, therefore, I, I would really love us to be able, as long as, obviously, there's that red card rescinded thing, I'd love us to be able to go with the same starting eleven against mm. Hartlepool and, and, and really go at them. Well, didn't, uh, didn't, uh, didn't the King get injured as well? Mm-hmm. Well, it does look like he's picked up a knock, but I'm, I'm hopeful that a week... Is going to be long enough for him to recover. If you give him a good portion of rest, can he then come and play on Saturday? But if that's the case, Lintot again. Mm. Superb when he come on. Oh, absolutely. And I just keep thinking every time he plays, I'm thinking, where have we got this guy from? From Gillingham, who have been struggling for a lot of the season. He's... He's been an absolute gem all season. He's like, hardly put a foot wrong from yes. what I've seen. And Luke Graham was saying commentary, actually, when you look at the league and you look at the teams around us and stuff, how many of those teams are going to be able to bring on a player like Harvey Lintot? Um, especially like a fullback, luckily, we've, we've actually covered 
pretty well. I think one more injury would be a bit buggered, but actually for our first choice left and right back to be out and still be able to cope with it like that and bring on a player like Lintai is great. I think, I think my worry would yeah. actually be is if Koike is out more than yes. Aaron because yeah. the left side, I'm not, I, I don't think, and you know, this isn't me having a go about Ryan Haynes. I don't think Haynes is actually fit. Judging on what Brady had said last week, that Ryan Haynes was on the bench more just to make up numbers. He wouldn't mm. have been able to have played. Um, yeah, but another week though, another week. Another week, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Um, but yeah, I was a bit like, oh, okay, if Haynes is coming on, is he going to be fit? One really good piece of news, just before we take our next break, um, Kieran Bowie was in hospitality mm. before the match and uh, he told the room that he's hoping to be fit enough to be on the bench next Saturday. Oh, so exclusive. that will be good. Um, on, I hope I've not just annoyed anybody in the club. <laughs> Jump going to be pissed at you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, <laughs> I mean, he was he was asked the question. And I'm sure if he wasn't really allowed to say anything, then he wouldn't have done. So yeah. good news on that front. He's hoping, I didn't say he will be, he's hoping <laughs> to be fit enough to make the bench on Saturday. So that will be good. Um, right. Time for another break now. Um, I uh, Go and have a lie down. Press pause. Come back in a moment. Aaron, you can find your shin pads while we have this break. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. Just put, Just put on, your shin pads on, Aaron. otherwise you're going to end up with another red card, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Uh, normally at this time, we'd go to the post bag. However, we've got some news to share with you. Um, so, oh... This is one of those bits of news that I don't really want to do, to be honest. Um, you might have noticed that there's a, a member light this week. Neil is not here. He wasn't here last week either. Um, and that's because uh, he's decided to step away from the podcast um, officially, um, properly from now. Um, he said that nothing untoward has gone on. He just feels that it's a time in his life with work and family and everything else that's going on. Um, he's just finding it hard to prioritise doing the pod, which is absolutely fair. Um, he's also lost his love a little bit for the Cobblers, I think, and he feels like stepping away from watching them as we do, which is, you know, with one 
eye, if you like, on what are we going to talk about on the pod and, and how are we going to do that? He thinks by taking that off of his shoulders, he'll hopefully rekindle his enjoyment of watching the football again. And I, for one, cannot stand in his way and, and say no to that. Um, the offer is always there for him to come back at any point, whether it's just for a one-off or if he wants to come back in full-time again, the offer is always there for you, mate, as I've already told you in person. Um, it's a sad, sad day for me. Um, I started the pod. I had the idea, thought it would be a, a fun thing to do, and then I reached out to a few people asking if they'd like to be involved and, and Neil was obviously one of those and, and, and together with Danny. Well done. Well done. You've reached out to a lot of people before. <laughs> just, didn't know this. Well, I meant you. <laughs> We're actually 20th on the list. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, Neil wasn't my first. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, together, the three of us started this. We put a lot of time and effort into it. Neil even did the first episode live from Centre Parks, where he was on holiday <laughs> at the time and, and fell off his chair during the recording. Um, yeah, I, you know, during the time that we've done the pod, um, we've done an awful lot, I think, um, of of good stuff. Um, you know, we've got a lot of uh, we've we've got a lot of listeners, which is which is amazing and mind blowing. Still, that so many people you know even just more than one person listens is incredible um and uh, yeah i just want to say thank you very much to neil for for all of that because without him then this wouldn't be the podcast that it's become and obviously you know chesy joined uh, at the end of the first season of doing the pod and and the four of us really cracked on and and made something that you know, has won an award, been nominated for several others. You know, that's down a team effort. It's not just one or two of us. It's a team effort. And Neil's a huge part of that. And, and Neil will always be a massive part of this podcast, regardless of whether he's uh, on and, you know, saying things that I have to edit out or swearing on purpose because <laughs> just to wind me up. Um <laughs> You know, it's it, he's going to be missed, and um, yeah, yeah. I, it's one of those. It's not news I want to bring you all, but um, it's news that I have to uh, share with you. Unfortunately, um, nothing else is changing. The three of us are going to carry on um, trying to bring you the best podcast that we possibly can. Of our opinion, um, have a laugh while we do it. And, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there's going to be a lot of um, fun still to be had, I, I would say. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yes. I, I will add something. Charles, if you want. Go for it. <coughs> Can, I, Can I add? Because, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's disappointing. It's sad and it's, it's all of that. But, like, the main priority is Neil making a choice for himself which is the, the best thing it's what we always said he would need to do um but i think like whenever i think oh this is sounding like a eulogy it won't but it's not a eulogy don't worry um it does 
when I think of Neil, I can't help but laugh and smile and be like, because ev- literally every conversation we have, every WhatsApp conversation we had a lot, a lot of the time, it's him making us laugh or making it <laughs> like doing something to to lighten the week up. And sometimes you need that. And when we first got, got going, it might have took a little bit while to get used to each other, but I don't think it did with the three of us. <clears throat> it would have taken a lot of t- long time to get used to having Jeffy in. It didn't because Neil's way that he is with, with everyone. He's just such a, a happy and friendly guy that he just, you know, he can just get on with anyone. And like a lot of people know that when we started the podcast, it was one of the hardest times I've ever had to go through. Um, so starting the podcast with you both was, um, a kind of therapy for me and uh, it still goes on to be that for me and Neil was a major major part of that for me he still will be and and a lot of things that went on during lockdown people won't see it was you know constant daily stuff that helped us all get through one of the hardest things that we'll ever live through because it was you know we didn't know what was going on day to day but Neil was one of the ones and he, he still is and he still carry on will be one of the ones who just lifts the spirits and makes us laugh and you know makes us forget for a bit what's going on so um I'm so appreciative to actually have met Neil and for him to have been on the podcast to, because usually in life someone like Neil probably wouldn't have been friends with someone like me I've got to be honest um yeah and um yeah he's just yeah Neil we absolutely love you and we're glad you've you know made a choice to not glad that you've made the choice to move off the park i'm glad you've you've done it for your own reasons and stuff but we will be welcome back with all of our open naked arms as and when so we love you i'll add that um i think he's absolute superstar and i think he's brilliant he probably already knows that he gave me my name my name exists because of neil um and i just think he's brilliant and he makes me laugh until my sides split he is the funniest man i've ever met um, so I will miss him dearly on the pod, but I shall go and find him in the West Stand every time I'm at six. Find him. Yeah. Love so, you, Neil. Um, yeah, there we go. That's our news. News. Um, news. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Questions from the what, public, anyone? <laughs> what I'd ideally like to say, just to wrap that segment up, uh, Danny, if you, if you wouldn't mind me just having and, and stealing a, a phrase from you and reworking oh. it slightly. Get him out. <laughs> get, get, get out, Neil. Banned. So, <laughs> if you want to tell us anything regarding your opinion of uh, the cobblers on <laughs> off the pitch, are you, you thought I was going to say Neil. Neil. <laughs> I was like, that's a really dangerous close. game. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie. I was close to saying that. I'll tell you um, what. <laughs> we, we do I, need him to come on one more time eventually for a Neil party. Yeah. Oh, with, so we can I, play one more game of Neil or No Neil as well. Oh, Neil or No Neil. I, I was half thinking that that was what your game was going to be at the end of the pod in a bit. Oh, but, no. uh, it's obviously close. Not. Um, close. Yeah, if you've got any opinion that you'd like um, to share um, on the cobblers mainly, but if you want to um, share any memories of Neil on the podcast, that he's not dead, I will Yeah, he is still that. alive. He's still, still alive. Yeah. But if you, you know, any favourite moments... Um, then do get in touch. The email address is podcast at cobblers to me.com or you can find us on Twitter at cobblers to me. Very quickly, when you say favorite moments, Charles, I've mm. just remembered the um, 
the lockdown playoff than the pathetic <laughs> attempt to go down to six fields and connect with us on his phone and going down there with two percent battery. Oh god! Um, we had to <laughs> having to collar someone, another one of our fans, to to go and get the the scoop and the loadout. It's brilliant. I, I, time. I, I, I tell you one person that's probably going to be really happy about this news, by the way, Danny and Je- Jeffy. Melly. No, well, Melly probably. Yeah, Melly. <laughs> Melly, Melly hates Neil. Hates him. Bullies him all the time. Uh, I'm going to do it. No, uh, Kelvin. Kelvin Thomas. I reckon KT will love this news. He gets barraged by Neil. Oh, you, you know what though? He might. He might. Neil might have a little bit more time on his hands to write him emails now. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Oh, I'm sorry, Kelvin, if you're listening. You're probably, <laughs> probably going to get even more emails from him now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Um, there you go. Okay, let's move on. NTFC women. Yes. Sunday at Sixfields. Oh. They beat Sporting Calza, who, by the way, Walsall Way. That's where they are, just in case you were wondering. Um one nil. One nil. One nil. Kim uh no, it wasn't. Kim Farrow was the player of the match. Um yes. which is why Zoe Boot. she was on my mind. Zoe Boot booted it. Booted it booted into it. the net. Well, she headed it, didn't she? She did head her, and goodness knows how it went in. That flap flippy flappy. That's all I'll say. Um goalkeeper. Flippy flappy. Jeffy's looking at me so strangely. What flippy am I saying? Flappy. With her hands, obviously. She flapped at it, it went through her hands into the back of the net. It was yeah. it was tremendous. Um, yeah, the Cobblers faced Sporting Cows and they beat them 1-0 at six goals on Sunday afternoon in front of a record-breaking crowd. Yay, record breakers. 1,025 of us filled the yeah. stand. You say that, Charles. Mm. I've um, just gone onto the website and it's saying it's 1,023. Really? They've, lo- they've lost two people somewhere. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. Well, it was given out. We get we gave it out. Yeah, it was given out. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely given out as one thousand twenty-five. So we'll yeah. go with that. Just say two we'll go got lost that. somewhere. We'll go with that. Probably <laughs> in the tunnel. Um, uh, yeah, um, fabulous, great, great. You know, more people have gone to watch the women at Sixfields again. It was a bitterly cold day. Uh, probably why it wasn't quite. Uh, sorry, probably why it wasn't any more than that. Plus, of course, the F1 started again on Sunday. Oh, uh, I know quite a few people, uh, quite a few of our patrons actually. Patrons, I see you choosing the F1 over Cobblers women. How very, very dare you? Um, <laughs> zoom, zoom. Um, <laughs> or, or, or in Lewis's case, Zoom. Well. Don't zoom. Oh no, <laughs> don't, Lewis. I don't know the result. Don't tell me. Don't say anything. I don't know it. They've built uh, basically. All you need to know is just... Jeffy's favourite, Lewis. Who, by the way, Jeffy, Jeffy has loved Lewis forever. Um, yeah, they've built him a tractor, which was obvious before the race. So, Charles, I don't know why you're you're refusing to engage in this conversation because we knew no, this in testing. Uh, I mean, Jeffy, you've just done exactly what some of our patrons have done. You've talked over the women's segment, but with your meow. Sorry. Talk. Come on, Jeffy. Okay, we'll go back to the women. Sorry, women. Come on. Bring back Neil. Uh, <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. Get right, him let, in. Let's go back to let's go back to the women. I mean, we almost um, shot out the blocks. Oh, we Josh. did. We they did. Don't, they don't have blocks in F one. I was trying to do an F one um, thing. Pit. They um, raced out the pit. No, they don't race out the pits. Out the starting thing line. line. Zoomed off, out. Off the Lights line. out and away the cobblers women go. That's it. That's yeah, it. We almost go. like Jade Bell almost scored within about half an, half a minute, didn't she? Yes, she did. Clear on goal. It and, was very clinical, reason, wasn't it? 
for some the, reason. Well, well, no. Performance wise, well, that one no, wasn't. Performance wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I the thing that I would say is that um, I can't. I think it was Davies was her name. Um, Kalsa, oh yeah, Kalsa's number twelve yes. at the back was was incredible. She was strong this, yeah. and she was quick. And every time, either Dix or um who else was 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 often on that side it was either dix or bell or uh farrow or, or or abby bruin um she just beat them for pace and strength every single time she was mm. she was great for for sporting cows to be honest with you uh, and if it wasn't for her i would suggest that the scoreline would have been much more convincing in the cobblers's favor um Simply because um, you know we were we were through on so many occasions, and had we got round that number twelve, it would have just been one on one with the keeper, and I'm pretty sure we would have scored more than the one. Um, it was a really good day again. I just want to say that it, it is fantastic. It is different to watching the men. Can't get away from that. Women's football is just different. It has a different atmosphere about it. It's a different, not obviously a different sport, but it's a different version of the sport, if you like. And it's just, for me, it's kind of, it's it's enjoyable in a different way. The, the team play really well, I think. Um, they were playing it across the back nicely. They were making really good passes, uh, you know, into the midfield and, and, and up front. They were, they were stretching Sporting Cows are at every opportunity that they can. I think Cows really only had, I want to say, one chance. And it was a very comfortable save that Joe Daniel made in the Cobblers' goal. And, excuse me, Sporting Cows are at the start of the day. I think they were third um, in the league. And the Cobblers were... Behind them, I think in sixth or seventh, maybe seventh. I think seventh. We nine, nine points further back. I think we're in seventh here. Yeah, so Kalsa is still <coughs> uh, third, as it happens. Um, but we do have three games in hand on them, um, and the the points difference is now six. And the Cobblers have moved up to fifth in the league. They've gone against that up above that blue lot yeah. that we don't like very much. Um, level on points, but goal difference is better. Getting above them. Absolutely love <coughs> to see that. Next week, we're at home at Harpole. Back to Harpole we go. It's a big one. And we face a big team. Probably the biggest team in this league, at least in terms oh, of their name. Yeah. Yes, definitely. It's Doncaster Rovers Bells. Um, the team that did so well, what, I want to say 20 years ago, Um if you remember, the women's FA Cup was always broadcast. I think it still is, to be fair, on the BBC. Um, the final showpiece would be on. It'd be held at somewhere like Ashton Gate, wouldn't it? I think sometimes. Um, yeah. And uh, Doncaster, and they, they basically used to go toe to toe with Arsenal, from what I remember. Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was essentially but one or the other um, that would ridiculously win got kicked out of the. WSL to make room for Man City, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stupidly terrible, yeah. terrible decision. But there you go. That's who we've got. Two PM yeah, Harpole okay. Sunday. Get down there, cheer them on. Because I, I tell you what, the group of players that that they've got. Not only are they fantastic players, but they're a fantastic unit. Fantastic mm. friends on and off the pitch. It's great yeah. to see how much it means to them to win. 
Yeah, um, they've got such character. Like when yeah. I've watched them before, that's so. That's the main thing that I took away. They've got so much character and the, the togetherness about the team. They've had a lot of changes this year um, and things like that. They've lost a couple of good, like big players, but they've just started to turn the corner again now. And if we, if only the season started in January, we would have been right at the top end of the table. And it's madness mm-hmm. from coming promotion last season and the the strength they've had to to come back from that bad start and to go from what eleventh up to fifth is amazing and they could still finish top three which would be incredible i think i think it's very much testament to the idea in football that teams need time to gel and we talk a lot about this in pre-season don't we and we talk about it in the men's game where you need 10 games to really bed in it in through pre-season it and and it's proof in the pudding here when we look at the women's team because we knew early on we said it on the pod we said we have got to give these time because there's been so many changes and it was almost like a completely different squad not necessarily because all of the players were different but everything the dynamics um in terms of positional play everything was different for them to get used to and also what you have to compare uh, take into consideration with that as well is that they just haven't got due to the resources, and this is just not a Northampton town problem, it's, it's a it's a problem within the sport itself, is that they just haven't quite got that um, facility and that that amount of um, kind of ex- exposure as such to, to, to move themselves on as quickly. And so that's why it's taken this long. Mm, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Danny, it's the yes. end of the pod. It's the end of the pod. No, I, it's not. I believe you've got a game. To play. Yes, of course I have, Charles and Jeffy. You've been not doing very well in these I'm games. I'm terrible. No, I don't want to name drop you, but you haven't been doing well. You haven't won yet. No. Um, so, do you remember what you asked for last week? A tractor quiz. A tractor quiz. You did, I and did. Um, luckily for you, uh, one of our patrons, Robert Salmons, who we mentioned earlier, has, was sat waiting for a train the other day. <laughs> And came up with a tractor quiz. Robert, I think you're amazing and I'm well happy about this. But <laughs> if I lose this, it's going to be so embarrassing. Which is a high possibility because I'm not good at stuff like this, as you've all learned. So I'll give it my best shot. My tractor shot. <laughs> right. So let's see how it's going to work. Oh, so Robert God. says, Robert says, here are a list of 12 cobblers players. All you have to do is work out if their name relates to a type of tractor. <laughs> um, it's, it's called... Tractor or no tractor, of course. Oh my God. Um, this is every be player, really difficult. Yeah, every player answers individually in turn, answering tractor if you think the player's name relates to the type of tractor, or no tractor if he has nothing to do with a tractor. For those cobblers players that you think are a tractor, a bonus point can be scored is by getting a- the type of tractor oh as well. God. Is this a bonus point for whether it's Kian Bolger and he just is a tractor? No, that is not. It's the bonus point is if you guess or if you can name the type of tractor that it is. Mm. Um, additional bonus point. Oh my gosh! Additional bonus points can be scored or taken away for creative tractor names. Okay. That's right. That's a minefield. But um, yeah. let's go with it. Um, so Charles, heads yeah. or tails? Well, heads because it'll be tails. Uh, it's tails. I'm afraid, Charles. Sorry, you just. Cannot get the rub of the green with these coin tosses. So, Jeffy, you're going to go first. Oh, Christ. So, the first one tractor or no tractor? Alistair Slow. Alistair Slow. Mm. Is, that, is that the type of tractor or not? Is there, a, is there an Alistair tractor? Is there a slow tractor? Is there a company called the Slow Tractor Company? <laughs> there's, there's obviously a slow tractor whenever they're on the road <laughs> and you're stuck behind them. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count on the day. Oh, okay. I mean, so, tractor or no tractor? I think tractor. 
you think there's a type of tractor mm. with Alistair and Snow? Yeah. It's no tractor. That's yes. just a lie because there's actual uh, there's actually a slow race of antique tractors every year. <laughs> so I'm no, that's a race re- though. That's refuting race. this. That's a race. No, that's a race. You, no, that's a race. You can't have that. Oh. Sorry, Jeffy. Uh, Charles, you're up. Uh, Steve Massey. Steve uh, oh, that, Massey. Oh, that's tractor, so not fair. <laughs> tractor or no tractor, Jeffy? You're not going to do yourself any good by jumping in. I mean, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. Up until the point that Jeffy got really annoyed, I was going to say no tractor. <laughs> but because Jeffy's got so annoyed, I'm going to say tractor. That's so unfair. Tractor. It's a tractor, Charles. It's a Massey Massey Ferguson tractors who made 691 so types of tractor from 1913 to the current day. Uh, Jeffy, you're up. Uh, one note to Charles after Out two. of interest, uh, did we ever have a cobbler's player called John Deere? Because they're the only retractors that I really know. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Um, Jeffy, Steve Brown. Steve Brown. Oh. Oh, tractor one, no tractor. Brown. Steve, Steve Brown. Brown. Steve Brown. Steve Brown. Um, I don't know. Brown. Um Stop Googling it. I can see you doing it. I, Stop I, it. I, have no, <laughs> I don't know where to go with it. It's tractor or no tractor? It's a you know, binary hard. choice. One or no? <laughs> Come on. No You're tractor. Googling it. No tractor. Yeah. I have no it's idea. It's tractor. Yeah, I have no idea. Tractor. David Brown tractors, who made 34 types of tractor between 1947 and 1984. Oh, wow. wow. This is a Steve good tractor Brown. quiz. Charles to go 2-0 up. Ooh. Andy Holt. Andy oh. Holt. Andy tractor Holt. No tractor. Andy Holt. And I'm trying to look into Jeffy's eyes, which is terribly unable to do in uh, the world of online recording. <laughs> oh, she's got, oh, I've got a close-up. <laughs> Wowzers. Um, Andy Holt, tractor, no tractor. Andy Holt, mm, tractor. It's tractor. Yeah. Boom. Yes. Holt tractors who well made there. four types of tractor between 1913 and 1925. Wowzers. This is a history lesson as well. Oh, this is. 2-0 to Charles. Come on, Jeffy. 2-0. Uh, Jeffy, Dean Peer. Tractor or no tractor? Oh. Dean Peer. Tractor, because I've said no tractor for everything else. It's no tractor. <laughs> <laughs> no tractor I'm really bad at these for games. Dean Peer. No it. tractor. I love uh, Charles. Can I just point out, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've just realised how to play the game at this point. So I didn't so understand how to play it until about now. <laughs> didn't you didn't understand how to play the yeah, game. Yeah, I was really confused <laughs> as to what you were doing. I was, no I was thinking Amazing. that Robert was asking us for, like, for example, if Akinfem, if you said Adebayer Akinfem were, like, whether you could, like, name a tractor that was big. That's what I wanted to do. I explained the rules at the I, mean, we're, I know, we're, but I didn't like, understand. We're, like, three rounds into this. I know. Just understood yeah. that that isn't how you play. Evidently, okay. I'm not very good at this. It's all right. I'm wondering about the bonus points, though. I've not really been given an opportunity to have a bonus point. I wasn't. Was I meant to guess what the the whole tractor was? That's true. You could, yeah, yeah. You could have if you wanted. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Charles two nil. Difficult lead to defend, as Keith Hill knows. (laughs) Um, Number six, Alan McCormack. Alan McCormack, tractor or no tractor? I I think that might be McCormack. Alan McCormack. It's quite a. Yeah, what what the hell? Two 0 lead. Tractor. Tractor. It's no tractor. Okay. Fair McCormack. Fair no tractor. Jeffy. Two 0 down. Still time. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on a minute. I need to. I need to check this. Oh no. This is VAR. I've just had a look at this. Now. Oh. Um, 
D-A-R in action, everybody. I mean, I, lo- I love the fact that... Tractors, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that Danny has suddenly become an expert in tractors. Yeah, no, but it's it's not the tractor part, it's the name. Oh, um, right, okay. But I'm going to change it. You don't, think, you don't think it's a cobbler's player, is that why? I think it's... I don't think the name is right. Oh. No. Ian? Um, so I'm, but I think I can salvage it. Uh, yes, here we go. Jack, Jack uh, salvage it, B? Yeah, sure. That didn't work. Uh, did Charles, Marlon Jackson. Marlon Jackson. Do you mean me? Did, did you just change? No, Charles. Why is it me? Well, it's I've me. just been, haven't I? Oh, sorry, Jeffy. Je- Jeffy. <laughs> yeah. Marlon Jackson. Did you not Jack- want to say Danny Jackson? Oh, it's Jackman. Yeah, it's that, Jack. That's that what, what. Yeah, he's put Danny Jackson. What? I think it was. Ah, yeah, yeah. I see, got you. And I was trying to find another Jackson. Marlon Jackson. I said tractor. tractor. No tractor. Tractor. It's tractor. Dun, 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 Got that dun. one. I now understand the game. Tractor. Jackson tractors. He made three different types of tractor between 1968 and 1972. I'm worried now. Which I assume you're just about to say, Jeffy. How many say? are left, Danny? Yeah. Um, one, two, three. Five left. Oh, my God. oh okay. Not quite nervous. Okay. Two one. Yeah. Okay. No, right. no, two one. Um, I just realised I'm um I'm recording from a, a babysitting gig tonight, and I keep shouting tractor, so I've got to be a bit quiet, otherwise the kids will wake up. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't wake the kids up. <laughs> uh, Charles, Chris Long, tractor, no tractor. Chris Long, long tractors. I mean. Yeah, sound- you can't use it as a description, just like no. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying is that it sounds more of a descriptor. That's where I was going wrong me. with the game earlier. <laughs> <laughs> long, uh, tractor. long tractor. Well, it could be is Chris. Long, is it, it could, be be Chris. Chris Chris could, yeah, it could be Chris Tractor. Chris um, Tractor. It could be Could be Pro Tractor. Why would it? Go on. Right. I don't. Uh, tractor. Come on. Long. Chris Long. Long tractors. Long tractors. Or Chris tractors. Chris Long tractors, maybe. Mm. Tractor, no tractor. No tractor. No tractor. It's tractor. Oh, Charles, oh, tractor. It's going. It's, it's losing it. Long tractors made 33 types of tractor between 1948 and 2005. Hang on a minute. Earlier on, there was somebody that had made loads in a mm. like six year period. Yeah, but it this depends. Lot. Hang on. Hang on. No, you're false. Lazy. It depends Lazy. because the type of tractor, it doesn't just mean there's three. It means they roll out three different types. Of them no, sorry, not three. 30, 33, not three. Yeah. No, no, no I, no. I know what, what you mean. It's like, like a Mondeo is different to a Focus, but they're still mm-hmm. made by Ford, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, I got that. I just, anyway. I still think that that is quite lazy. Don't you question the tractors. You don't but, know how good these uh, tractors are. I will, yeah. compared to the other ones that made loads in a six-year period. <laughs> lazy. Right. Anyway, Jeffy, two one down, pulling it back. Leon Constantine. Oh, well. Leon Constantine, tractor or no tractor? Couldn't hit I mean, he played door. like a tractor. True tractor. Tractor. Mm. There's no tractor. Come on now, come on. There's no Constantine tractors. Dear, dear. Charles. <laughs> Charles, Jason White. White, white, white. White, 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 to give him his full name. Jason White. white tractor or no tractor? White tractors, white tractors. Tractor. Uh, tractor is correct. Charles. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's a fairly obvious one, that one. Well done. Is, yeah. that, white. is, that, is that the White Tractor Company? It is. He is made it? sixty. He made six. Do I get bonus He made sixteen. Point? Bonus, point. Uh, bonus point. Yeah, go on. You can have a bonus point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, white tractors. He made sixty-nine. Stop giggling at the back. <laughs> Types of tractors between nineteen seventy-one and two thousand one, and that's the win, Charles. That is the win. 
Oh yeah, no Terrible. way back. No oh, yeah. way back. Charles with the win. Oh yeah, you're really good at these games. Oh yeah, yeah. I got oh, a yeah. Do you want me to do you want me to do the last two just to just yes. for fun? Yeah, go on then. Yeah. Like Sam track. Hoskins. Oh, tractor. Sam Hoskins. It's no tractor. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no, oh, no, no. And the last one is my favourite one. Tom Young's a tractor. Reading tractor. Because of champion tractor. Can you name the tractor? Um, Tom Young's Combine Harvester. Is it a Combine Harvester? No, no, oh. it's not. I just thought we haven't had a Combine Harvester in Jeffy, any, any idea on the, the Tom Young's tractor? So we're saying it's is, tractor. Yeah, it's tractor. Is it, yeah. is it actually Tom Young's tractor? Does he have it, a oh, That would be amazing. Can you imagine? That would be so cool. Be so a good. Young's tractor. So it's, that's a specific um, type of tractor, isn't it? Well, it might not be the Youngs that you're looking for. The Tom, Tom, <laughs> the Tom Tom. Is it the Tom? See what, see what you see. Tom Young's tractor company. It's Tractor Tom, Charles. Tractor Tom. Oh, it's Tractor Tom. Tractor Tom. I love that. Children's TV tractor who lives on Spring Hill Farm between 2002 and 2004 before being replaced by Peppa Pig. Oh, <laughs> that's a crime, isn't it? Oh, do, you, do you want to know what outrageous. I did before before this game started? Is I very did you quickly Google a load of tractors. I very quickly looked up who's who. What the name of Bob the Builder's tractor? Uh, Travis. That was the only one I had. Well, oh. I so didn't I understand this game until round three. <laughs> so now yeah, I, I understand it. I feel a bit it. better. Oh. What have we learned from that experience, Jeffy? I don't yeah. listen, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we going to do next time? <laughs> oh, I'm quite upset there that there wasn't a combine harvester um, round. The, the, oh, there you go. Love it. Is the, uh, the gauntlet's been laid down. I'm listeners. not very good at tractor knowledge, evidently, either, which I'm quite <laughs> combine upset about. Combine next week. Okay. The Wurzels next week, please, folks. Send me a Wurzels quiz. What's the uh, what's the scores on the doors, Danny? I think you're three 0 up now, isn't it? Three 0 Are we are we discounting completely, Neil? Can I have Neil's well, points? Scores now. Are Neil, no, you can't are Neil's, have points Neil's points gone into infinity. He had two. I think I went three two up last week. Yeah, no, you did. On so you're on so four it must now. be four nil. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, bit... shall we do? Shall we put a Twitter poll out to see if Jeffy can have Neil's points? I I just say yeah. Why not? Yeah, she I can be them. the late in Orient to my cobblers. That's it for today. We're back on Friday with the preview show where we'll be yes. joined by Hangus the Monkey, maybe. <laughs> we will not be joined by Hangus the Monkey, Charles. Well, so we look ahead to Saturday's game with Hartlepool. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.